And the important thing to remember, like I said, you know, is that we don't really want the thing. That's so important to recognize is we don't want the thing, we want the outcome. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Today I have kind of a fun, lighthearted episode to just kind of have a heart-to-heart, kind of a girlfriend talk with you guys, um, because... I was recently laughing at my own ridiculousness uh, and the crazy things that come to my mind when my shopping addiction (laughs) brings itself into full gear. And I kind of wanted to share with you guys just for a little bit of humor, but also to kind of walk you through the process if it helps at all Um, and being really open and authentic with you guys in what my internal dialogue sounds like when I'm in the midst of those shopping urges uh, and kind of how I talk myself out of them. Before we dive into that though, I just wanted to take a minute to tell you guys, I am so freaking excited right now. At the beginning of the new year, I wrote down a goal for the podcast um, to get 300,000 listens, 300,000 downloads. And my original intention, like I, I photoshopped this, I put it together. So, you know, it kind of looked real, you know, they say if you're, you know, we're going to, when we're setting goals, when we're doing our dream boards, it's a good idea to kind of make them look authentic. So I took a screenshot of what it looks like when I check my podcast stats and I went to Photoshop, I went into Canva really, and changed it to say 300,000 downloads. And my original intent, my original purpose, desire behind that was to have 300,000 downloads by like this coming new year. So new year's 2024. And I accidentally left it. I don't even know how I did this with my birthday, May 8th, um, for 300,000 downloads. And I thought, Oh shoot, I did it sooner. Like I, I did it seven months sooner than I wanted to. That gives me less than half the time to get to that 300,000 downloads, you know, And part of me was like, shoot, I need to go back and change it. I kind of had all of those, those doubts and those second guessings for myself, but I left it. And I'm just so excited right now to share with you guys that 
I didn't hit my 300,000. I'm not also, I'm also not at my birthday yet, but I've reached over 200,000 downloads from you guys. And it blows my mind that it took me an entire year to get to a hundred thousand. And now in the last four months, I've reached 200,000. I'm so thankful to all of you for being here for all of the nice comments that you share the DMS that I get every single one of you who takes the time to listen to my crazy ramblings, tune in those of you who share with your friends. It all means so so, so much to me, more than you'll ever know. Doing a podcast was something I wanted to do for the longest time. And I finally felt like it was ready. Um, Like I was ready. And I'm just so thankful that you've been here to support me through all of it. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. Thank you for over 200,000 downloads. Um, You know, and if it's worth a share and you want to share with some friends, try to get us to that 300 and what we've got like a week as of this recording, um, feel free to go. Let's see it. Let's see how it goes. But I really just wanted to take a moment to say thank you, uh, that it means so much to me that you're here. And, um, as always, if you haven't left a review and you're a long-term listener, take the time, leave a review. I truly, truly love hearing from you. And I love being able to share back with you guys on the air as well. So now that I got my sappiness out of the way, I'm ready to tell you guys about my most recent shopping battle, my shopaholic battle that I went through because it's just so crazy. And one thing that I've learned after recovering from my shopping addiction is that the urge to spend money on stupid stuff, like it really doesn't go away. It can creep up on you at any time without warning. And I'm just really thankful I was really present this last time. So it was just a few days ago. Um, I caught myself just in time, you know, before I totally got swept away with my crazy shopping addiction thoughts, but, um, it was all about a pair of overalls, which makes it sound all the more ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. Like overalls can definitely be cute or I wouldn't have tried to talk myself into them, but it's just so hilarious. Like the crazy ways that we can twist our thoughts into like trying to convince ourselves that we need to buy something. So why did I feel this sudden urge to buy overalls? <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you about it. So first of all, and this is kind of tough. I might kind of be in a gray area with this, but I read this book. I read a lot of books on habits over the last few years. And one of the books I read is called The Power of Habit. And that in that book, they really break down how our habits start first off with a cue. So we have something that triggers us into a habit. So for example, I love this example because I, this is 100% me, that cue where we maybe like brush our tongue against gritty teeth and are like, oh, I got to brush my teeth, you know, or we wake up with a really bad morning breath and you're like, oh, I got to brush my teeth. There is that cue, something that happens that triggers us into our habits, whether they're good or bad. So we also have these with bad habits. Um, And so my cue a few days ago was simply getting a text message from a friend. And now, like I said, this isn't quite the same as brushing your teeth because brushing your teeth is, you know, you pretty much have the same cues. Um, With shopping addiction, it really can kind of just creep up on you from nowhere. Uh, But it usually for me centers around clothing for, I would say 90% of it centers around clothing. So my girlfriend sent a message to our little group chat that we had because she was dressing up for nineties day at work. 
She sent us a little picture of herself. She had overalls on, um, kind of one the one strap down, backwards hat, um, plaid shirt tied around her waist, really rocking the 90s vibe. Um, and that's it. I just All I did was open up a message from a friend while I was at the gym, just kind of doing my workout, peeked down at it, dropped a reply and carried on. And slowly as I was going through my workout, it, you know, it took my brain like 0. 0.0 seconds to start flipping the switch and try to talk me into buying myself a pair of overalls. Um, and that's so crazy how it works. This is something I talk about in the shopping rehab ebook and the shopping rehab course, because it's so helpful to start to learn and recognize these signs because we all think differently. The way all of our minds work are so different. But um, if you're anything like me, I don't necessarily have an inner dialogue. So I can get swept away with my emotions and excitement very quickly. So taking the time to learn and recognize your cues, your triggers, um, and the things that are encouraging you to buy can be so, so helpful. So as I continued on with my workout, knowing full well that I already had plans to pick up pre-ordered stuff from Target, I had already um, went on to Target.com that morning or the day before, the day before and was like, okay, I need, I wanted two things for the kitchen that I had been wanting for a while. One of them was kind of something in the back of my mind, but ultimately I was spending $8. It was an $8 target pickup that I was going to do after the gym. So I'm sitting there working out and I'm going, well, you know what? I was already going to go. I was already going to go to Target. And like I said, I don't necessarily have an inner dialogue. So this is the best I can do. I kind of jotted down my thoughts because um, I kind of have to translate them because they run away from me so quickly. But my basic inner dialogue was like, you know, I should really get some overalls. I've kind of wanted overalls ever since I saw Rachel Green wearing them. Rachel Green, season one of Friends, she wears overalls when she goes to bring back her engagement ring to Barry. And she just looks so cute, right? She's got the Rachel haircut. She's got the overalls. So for some reason, they this has been an outfit that is stuck in my mind, especially as overalls have come back into, you know, being a little bit more trendy these days. So I'm telling myself, you know, I've kind of wanted overalls for a while. And that means I need a lacy tank top. Like she wears too, because Rachel wears a lacy tank top when she goes and she looks so cute. So then I'm going to need to find a lacy tank top. Where will I even wear the overalls though? I don't know if I'll wear them anywhere. <gasps> Ooh, I can wear them to the beach this summer, this summer, that would be a cute summery outfit with the lacy tank top and the overalls. And then I start to like, imagine myself on the beach looking so Rachel and adorable, <laughs> um, just being absolutely perfect in my mind. Um, everyone will see them then. And that way, maybe I can take some pictures and I'm going to be so great. Should I, order ahead from Target? No, I probably want to try them on. So I don't need to go order ahead. I can walk through. I think I'll get the light colored ones. What if I don't like the light colored ones? I never really liked overalls very much when I was a kid, but I really think I'll like them this time because Rachel looks so cute in them. I can make myself like them. Even if I don't really like the way they feel, if they look cute, maybe I'll buy them. I wish I was kidding. Like this was what my inner dialogue sounded like. She was just totally crazy. And at the very core of it, what it was it, it was just me wanting to embody that Rachel green, that nineties, Rachel vibe, the haircut, the, you know, the beautiful, like lighthearted character that she was, uh, it's so, so silly. And this is honestly how, like I said, 90% of my personal shopping addiction experience has been, has always been me wanting to emulate a woman that I've seen um, in the media. And, you know, 
this goes back to what I talked about in my recent episodes, you know, that we are so easily influenced um, by everything we see. And I am definitely no, no stranger to that. So if you missed um, episode 67, where I talk about how influencers aren't the problem, that you are, that we're the problem, um, definitely go back and listen to that. I, um, I know it's so much to be true for myself that I really feel like you guys come might be able to relate to that same kind of idea as well, that what we see in the media and we're now so easily swayed by influencers all around us all the time. It can be so hard to ignore these really quick sweeping desires to just emulate who they are and be who they are and look exactly like them and buy yourself overalls. If they wear overalls once, you know, um, thankfully I've done the work over the last few years using the tools that I share and talk about in the shopping rehab ebook and course, um, to be able to get a hold of myself when I catch wind that I'm about to fly off my shopaholic handle. So instead of letting my thoughts continue to just run amok, uh, I began actively having to tell myself things. So instead of just letting my thoughts carry over, what I personally have to do is start shifting my self-talk. Um, in my own mind, of course, quietly, because I'm at the gym and I don't want people to know that I'm crazy. Um, so I started saying, you know, you didn't plan on buying overalls today, Renee. You already have your order, right? You still have the other things you want to get the get through this month. You have the stuff that's waiting for you to pick up. You had other things you want to get through this month. The order overalls don't need to take top priority. Plus, overalls are going to be like $40. The tank top on Amazon, if you can find a good one, is going to be at least $20. There's really no need to make this a top priority because that's what I tend to do. It's so I need it now. You know, those impulse buys um, can so quickly talk us into things. So I tell myself, if anything, you know, you could borrow overalls first and see if you really like them. Why don't you try on your friends first and see, um, I, you know, and then my thoughts come back like, I don't want to borrow them. I want my own pair, <laughs> you know, because that's it's definitely an inner battle, Um you know, and I'm like, well, to be fair, you never really liked overalls before. I had them when I was a kid. I didn't wear them all that much. They were kind of uncomfortable. Going to the bathroom is a pain. You have to unhook the buttons and all of that stuff. Um, and there's really no rush. I had to tell myself there's no rush to make all of this happen. If you still want to wear overalls this summer, summer is a long ways off. You still have a few months. Just go to Target and pick up your order. That's all you were planning on. You can always go back. If it's something that you keep thinking about, so be it. You know, and I'm like, okay, I finally can kind of like, talk myself down. And basically it's saying, you know, not right now, but maybe later, Renee, maybe later. Um, and by giving myself that maybe later, I can basically let it go. And right now, a few days later, I can say like, I don't have a desire for overalls. I would not like wearing overalls. I would know that I would be uncomfortable. I know that I would repeatedly want to put them on my body for a hundred percent sure. I know that. Um, and I just share this dialogue to hopefully give you guys a giggle or be really good at humiliating myself, but more so kind of, so you can kind of hear the talk that I do. If this is something that you struggle with, if you struggle with your thoughts, running away with you, trying to convince you to buy something, this is what I personally have gotten really good at, um, in talking myself out of the crazy impulses. And the important thing to remember, like I said, you know, is that we don't really want the thing. That's so important to recognize is we don't want the thing. We want the outcome. 
So this self-talk that I had going is such a perfect example of not wanting the item itself. Like I said, I never really liked overalls. I haven't been walking around going, you know, I can really use a pair of overalls. No part of my life has been like, I think overalls would be a handy thing for me, for me to have, you know, but I quickly, quickly was able to convince myself that I would have an amazing outcome if I could just get my hands on a pair of overalls. I would be Rachel Green. You know, I had convinced myself that I would um, be able to embody the wonderfulness that I saw in her. Um, for most of my life, I emulated, you know, the way my favorite women dress. Like I said, there are Spice Girls, there's the Selena movie, Jessica Alba, and of course, Rachel Green, all of these people, and so many more. Um, made an impact on the things that I thought I wanted to wear. And it's so funny. Every time I do this, I can't help but laugh. And this is why I love this movie so much. Mean girls, you guys, mean girls. <laughs> when they're kind of going through and people are talking about the popular girls behind, you know, not necessarily behind their backs, but there's the one girl who says, I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops. So I bought army pants and flip-flops. And I laugh because that's how it is. I I really hope I'm not alone in this. You guys have to have related to that, right? Tina, Tina Fey wouldn't have put it in the movie if we couldn't all relate. When we see someone else who we think is an awesome, amazing person wearing something or doing something, we want to wear or do that thing because more than anything, what we really want is to be able to embody what it is we see in them. And that is so important to remember is like the army pants and flip-flops are not going to change that girl's life or outcome, right? A pair of overalls are not going to all of a sudden make me Rachel Green worthy. If anything, it's just me taking a step further away from being who I really authentically am because I'm just trying to emulate or be like someone else. And I did that for so long and it still sweeps in over and over again. I don't want you to ever think I'm like above it at this point. But I do want you guys to start to recognize if you have these same absolutely ridiculous thoughts creep in um, when it comes to trying to convince you to buy something, start to recognize that voice and do your best to not necessarily stop it in its tracks and ignore the thoughts, but have an inner dialogue, have a little battle where you kind of go back and forth with that, that crazy voice and go, you know, is this something I need right now? Maybe later. If you, you have to like be like your own parents, this is part of reparenting yourself and going, not right now. You already have the orders ready for what you need. You don't need the overalls today, maybe a different day. You know, I mean, this is literally stuff that I do with my kids. I'm doing it with my son currently because um, he's so quick to shift what he wants, just like his mommy dearest. So it's kind of funny in the sense that we have to sort of figure out how to get good at being our own parent voice, you know, or they call it like the monkey mind that the monkey mind that just wants to, you know, swing from branch to branch and get whatever it wants and collect and collect and collect. We have to kind of stop and be the parent voice and say, okay, maybe later, maybe later. Um, like I said, you know, these are all things that I talk about and share in shopping rehab, but I wanted to give you guys a real forward example, kind of a real life example of how I personally work my way through it. And if you 
are still stuck in the midst of shopping addiction. And you know you struggle with this monkey mind that tries to convince you to buy all the things. Check out Shopping Rehab. I've got it linked below. Um, and you can register for the ebook or you can sign up for the course. But I will walk you through some of the processes that I've used, some of the reasons why we do this, um, and how to start actually getting what you really, really want. You know, we want to embody these people that we see. Um, but really, we're looking for a bigger change in our lives. And that's only possible when you realize that you want the big change, not the overalls. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love. Until next time.